Welcome to this edition of Central Indiana Today. Uh, Kind of different this month because I'm not really hosting the show. I'm just uh, doing the little intro here. Our own Jason Dozier is doing the interviews. First, he's going to be talking with Carol Battistini. Uh, about the uh, big fundraiser they have coming up for all the little animals in the county. (laughs) And uh, we'll also be talking, actually he'll be talking with someone from the VFW right here in Brownsburg about one of their programs that uh, they have. And so you want to be sure and stick around for that on Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and streaming on WYRZ.org. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. As I said, here is your substitute host for this week, Mr. Jason Dozier. Take it away, Jason. All right, we're speaking with Carol Battistini. Carol is with the Hendricks County Humane Society in Danville, Indiana. uh, Carol, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jason. Thank you. Well, fantastic. Well, thanks for uh, joining us. And we want to talk to you not only about the Humane Society, but you've got a great event coming up, the 17th Annual Wine, Beer, and Spirits Tasting, which, you know, sounds like a pretty good event to me. It's got a silent auction going on. This is all happening Friday, November 4th from 7 until 10 p.m. in Plainfield. So, Carol, go ahead and tell us a little bit about this and why we want to go to the event. Sure. Happy to do so. Well, we have our title sponsor, the Brothers That Just Do Gutters, uh, fortunately, is is helping underwrite our, our fundraiser. We have it at the CRG Event Center in Perry Crossing in Plainfield, as you mentioned. We call it the Come, Sip, Stay event. It's fun, interactive, uh, and you'll be raising funds to end dog and cat overpopulation and to provide financial assistance for medical expenses of own pets. So, as you mentioned, we have the silent auction. We'll have a wine poll. We're expecting to have about 50 options of wines, uh, beers, and spirits for our guests to sample. Uh, Well, there'll be about 250 guests. Actually, we're already at uh, 200 seats sold. So, if you're interested in getting tickets, you can go to our website at HendricksHumane.org to get your tickets. So, We've sold out the last uh, four or five years, so I'd encourage everyone, if they're interested, to uh, get their tickets in soon. Uh, We'll also have uh, a strolling magician and probably a balloon artist to entertain the guests as they're waiting to get their next sip or they're waiting to get something to eat. Uh, Just uh, very casual. Uh, We have casual attire or dress up, whatever folks want to do. It really is a party. There is no formal program. Uh, the only thing we interrupt the guests to do is have the 50-50 raffle drawing. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing that we do. Well, with 200 tickets already sold, and you say 250 will be offered at this point when we're recording this, we're still in September. The event's November 4th. So if somebody wants to get a ticket, they probably need to act pretty quickly. That's correct. That's correct. We, we are very fortunate that... Uh, we always sell out. We try to keep, we have intentionally kept it to uh, an intimate affair. If uh, 250 people can be an intimate affair, we'll have uh, probably 10 distributors there 
offering the wines, beers, and spirits. Uh, so it makes a, a, a just a, a three-hour event from 7 until 10. Uh, but like I said, a relaxing uh, time to visit with fellow supporters of our mission. And will we have any of our four-legged friends there with us? Uh, that's uh, not uh, something that we want the dogs and the cats to be exposed to. <laughs> we, we try to keep them away from the wine, beer, and spirits. So that's probably not a bad there, idea. There will not be any. Uh, but uh, the, the purpose of the event is, as mentioned, the fundraiser. And we need to raise money to fund our spay-neuter uh, program and provide medical assistance to pet owners or financial assistance to pet owners needing that medical um, expenses for their pets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know that's a serious problem. Again, this is the 17th annual wine, beer, and spirits tasting. And again, what did you call it? You called it something else. Uh, We like to call it our come, sip, stay. There we go. Come, sip, stay. And that's Friday, November 4th from 7 until 10 p.m. The website one more time, Carol. HendricksHumane.org. Okay, HendricksHumane.org, so you can go get that information for the event. And before we let you go, Carol, I do want to circle back around. Uh, you talked about some of the problems, the overpopulation uh, of animals in Hendricks County, of course, all over the country, but in Hendricks County is what we're dealing with right here. What's the cause of that, and how can we prevent that organically? Obviously, we're having the the fundraisers to cover some of the costs, but how can we prevent that from happening in the first place? Uh, Spay-neuter. That is the the most humane way to to deal with that. Uh, And so we offer uh, financial assistance to get those surgeries, as well as we partner with various clinics and, and vets throughout the county to make that those surgeries available. What we have seen over the last several years, uh, probably a result of COVID in every industry, uh, it's difficult to have enough people to provide all the services, but it has been difficult, uh, challenging for pet owners even to get their animals uh, an appointment to have a spay or a, neut- or a neuter surgery. And we have, uh, again, been able to put together uh, days for people to bring their cats and to have them spayed or neutered and days to have for dogs spayed or neutered. And this year alone, we have already funded and facilitated over 850 spayed neuter of dogs and cats in Hendricks County. Hmm. And our goal is to reach a thousand and we are on track to do that. Uh, and that will directly uh, address the problem of, of pet overpopulation. So anyone who needs help, whether it is, it may not be that it's a financial need. It mm-hmm. just gave me access to mm-hmm. get to those surgeries. Contact us through our website or through our uh, email, which is info at HendricksHumane.org. Um, but go through our website and you'll see when we have cat spay-neuter days and dog spay-neuter days. And if we have those Cat spay is a $10, and we pick up the balance, and a dog can be $20 to $30, and we pick up the balance of that. Um, and people that have community cats, community cats is a whole other area. Those are unowned pets, cats that roam the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and that's an, also an overpopulation. We will pay full amount for those to be spayed or neutered. 
Uh, and that's the humane way to manage that population by continually spaying and neutering those and returning them if they have a safe place to stay and be fed. Um, that ultimately will reduce that population in a humane way. Well, that's a fantastic service to offer because logically you assume when you go pick up an animal, you're, you're, there's a financial investment that you have to understand is going to be there. But sometimes that isn't always the logical thinking for folks, and they get caught in a bind right now with the economy the way it is, things like that. They still love their animals. They treat them humanely. They, they, they treat them with love and respect. But like a lot of us that may not go to the hospital when we're supposed to, have a test when we're supposed to, they know they need to get these things done. They may not be able to financially afford it. So you folks are there to help them out. That's great. But as you said some folks that even can financially take care of it they just can't get the appointments and get in to get it done so just more services that the humane society offers that people may not be aware of then and that's correct uh jason i'm glad you brought that up because it is it is the access but also what we're seeing is because they have the access to a vet that other things maybe underlying things that are going on with that animal have been uncovered and have we been able to help sometimes we help financially to get that other medical issue taken care of so we've gotten a lot of really positive feedback of people that wow i didn't even know that my dog or cat was having this issue Mm. but because they were in seeing the vet for a spay neuter we got that addressed but i want to also mention that we offer a pet food pantry Uh, there's no requirement uh, no need to show a financial need, but we do require that the pets are spayed or neutered, and we'll pay 100% to have that done. But we do offer this, the pet food pantry so people don't have to worry. If they need help pay, feeding their pet, we're there to help. If if you know, it's really about getting the word out. If anyone is is just having some problems, and it can be it, many times it's temporary. Mm-hmm. You get a you know, you have something happen with the car or an unexpected bill for the household, but then your cat or dog needs flea meds or just needs those vaccines or has something more serious, contact us because we have a fund to help pay those medical expenses as well. Our goal is we we don't operate a shelter. There is a Hendricks County Animal Shelter that is a taxpayer-funded government entity, and they do a terrific job of accepting surrenders and strays and finding them homes, Mm -hmm. and there's many rescues that do that. So our focus is to try to keep have programs that keep pets out of the shelter. So that's the spay-neuter because in overpopulation, and then pet owner assistance uh, and pet food pantry and those things. So people aren't forced to make a very difficult decision of, well, I need to give my pet up because I love them so much. I want them to make sure they have good care. We want to help those those pet owners. Mm-hmm. Well, Carol, again, we're speaking with Carol Battistini, Carol it, with the Hendricks County Humane Society in Danville. And, and we talked about the great things the Humane Society does. We talked about the 17th annual wine, beer, and spirits tasting event that's going on in order to uh, raise funds to help the Humane Society. But what about folks who are, are pet lovers who aren't going to be able to make the event, have no interest in going to the event, but they want to contribute, they want to donate, I assume they can do that on the website as well. That's correct. We have options on the on the website where they can donate. That's uh, HendricksHumane.org. 
they might be not interested in attending our event, but our silent auction will be online as well. Mm -hmm. So they can sit in the comfort of their own home and bid away on all of our wonderful auction items. Um, so any of those things are helpful if they want to donate. Uh, some people enjoy going out and buying treats or buying dog food or cat food. We'll accept those donations. They can be dropped off at our building at 3033 East Main Street, Danville, and just drop them off on our front porch. And uh, that will help our pet food pantry. Once again, Carol Battistini. Carol, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. And we hope that uh, the 17th Annual Wine, Beer, and Spirits Tasting event is a hugely successful one. And we hope people will uh, help out the Hendricks County Humane Society there in Danville. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you. And, and again, I encourage people to come sip and stay at our Wine, Beer, and Spirits Tasting and, and go out and pet your pet. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, Carol, best of luck to you. Thank you. And, of course, the Hendricks County Humane Society is our nonprofit spotlight for this week, and that is underwritten by the Republican Newspaper. Finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with the Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. And now back to Jason Dozier on Central Indiana Today. Okay, we're speaking with Daryl Bowman. Daryl is the 6th District Membership Chairman West of the American Legion Department of Indiana. Daryl, how you doing this afternoon? Uh, doing real good, thank you. Well, thanks for being with us. And we wanted to talk about some of the programs, some of the statewide programs that the American Legion is sponsoring and taking care of. And it, it's a very long list, and we wanted to point a few of these out. And we're just going to kind of start here with the, the one that I would assume ha would have a wide range of interests, the American Legion Baseball. And now the registration deadline for this is March 1st of each year. So tell us about this, and I know there's scholarships involved here. This is ages 15 through 19, but tell us about the American Legion Baseball Program, Daryl. Well, uh, we've had uh, several Hall of Fame players, uh, such as uh, Bob Fuller or Reggie Jackson and Rolly Fingers, that uh, participated in our American Legion Baseball Program. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these things are, you know, come about by just people just enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea the number of participants each year in the uh, American Legion Baseball? Well, I, I don't know that exactly, okay? Mm -hmm. Probably over 40 baseball teams. That's the national. Oh, okay. We do have national. We do have a, you know, just like the regular baseball, we got championships, we got the regionals, we got the state, and we got, you know, uh, everything going up to the championship. Okay, fantastic. And and some of the other uh, items you guys have here, some of the other things the American Legion sponsors, the Indiana Youth Cadet Law Enforcement Academy, and again, registration for that May 1st of each year, that has $2,000 in scholarships. Tell us about that. Okay, this is for high school students, you know, grades 9 through 12, mm -hmm. male and female, don't matter. They get a taste of the Indiana State Police Recruit Academy first-hand look at the role of the police officer in today's society. Mm -hmm. uh, 
physical training, familiarization of police equipment, conduct their own crime scene investigations, talking with defense lawyers, judges, and other experts in the criminal justice field. Okay, interesting. And, and and as I said, there are so many events and so many different scholarship opportunities here. Just a couple others, the American Legion Legacy Scholarship, the Children of Warriors, uh, even a, a, the non-traditional student. Tell us about some of those and some of the other, just some of the other events, some of the other programs that the American Legion is bringing forth for folks, not only state of Indiana, but nationwide. The American Legion Legacy Scholarships, uh, it's for the child of a U.S. military member who died while on active duty mm-hmm. or on or after September 11th, you know, 2001. They're eligible to apply for the Legacy, you know, scholarship. It's to, for higher education of these students and available, you know, for the applicant to utilize. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Let's see, we had the, the Children of Warriors uh, yes, that's uh, a new one for me because I'm I'm not too familiar with that. But mm-hmm. again, it's for it's from our American Legion Auxiliary Department uh, to 15 recipients of the amount of five thousand dollars each. Applicants must be a meet uh, eligibility requirements on that. Uh, we'd have to let you get into our programs director out at the Department of Indiana so, you know, they can, you know, provide you with the same or the, the correct information on that. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the auxiliary and, and the Sons of the American Legion, also part of this. So uh, uh, am I understanding correctly that would be three different type of organizations all coming together here to make this happen? Uh, that is correct. Uh, the Sons of American Legion is just what it sounds like. It's the uh, Sons of Veterans that, you know, that they have our own program and everything within the American Legion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, Daryl Bowman. Daryl, uh, uh, talk about just the overall the accomplishments of the American Legion with these programs. Again, these are annual programs, a lot of scholarship money going out, a lot of help going out to folks that need it. But just talk about maybe the, the overall programs here as far as uh, you know, how long these have been going on and, and the kind of just the, the way they've snowballed year after year. Yeah, uh, you know, our, our biggest accomplishment was right after we organized in 1919 that uh, a lot of the veterans didn't have any benefits and we did get the VA started, you know, with Congress and everything. Mm-hmm. So it has, you know, grown through that where we have... Uh, partnership with the Boy Scouts of America doing the Eagle Scout Award on that and you know uh, Hoosier Boy State which is uh, a national thing and mm-hmm. we have a lot of people that have been alumni on that like Bill Clinton Mike Huckleby uh, you know Rush Lemborg and things like that or people like that sure it's you know a week that changes the lifetime and it it does change everything so and then uh, at this time, you know, our Americanism and government programs is for our uh, schools in grades 7 and 8 and then 10, 11, and 12. Uh, gets us current on some of our American history and is staying up to date on the current government events. And everything. Uh, so it's uh, it keeps us going, you know, trying to keep up with all 
the new things that's coming out to, at the, with the government level. Well, Daryl, we certainly do appreciate the information. You've given us a lot today to think about. How can folks get in touch with the American Legion? How can they submit applications for these programs and just basically, or if folks want to get involved, how can they do this and where would they go to get that information? Okay, the best best way to do it is go to our uh, website at www.indianalegion.org. Mm-hmm. And there are tops. It's got a subject, you know, line there. You can look about what our history is, all the way into our programs, what news we got going on, and uh, all the different subjects and everything that we do. So that's IndianaLegion.org. That is correct. Okay, fantastic. Once again, Daryl Bowman. Daryl is the 6th District Membership Chairman West of the American Legion Department of Indiana. Daryl, we do appreciate the information you've given us today, and we hope the best of luck to you and the American Legion and all the help you're doing out there for everybody. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and I hope that uh, we can get more participation from our schools and from our just students around the state. All right. Thank you very much. And thank you, Jason Dozier, for being the guest host this week on Central Indiana Today. Also, thanks to the Republican newspaper for sponsoring our nonprofit spotlight. Join us the first Wednesday of every month for Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and streaming on WYRZ.org.